you've come to the right place if you're looking to create, launch, and scale a high-value online training program. I'm your guide, Chris Badgett. I'm the co-founder of Lifter LMS, the most powerful learning management system for WordPress. Stay to the end. I've got something special for you. Enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the LMS cast. I'm joined today by a special guest, host of the show, Chris Badgett from Lifter LMS. Chris is usually in my seat interviewing people on the LMS cast, but today Chris is being interviewed. My name is Will Middleton, and we're going to be diving into SkyPilot, an all-new e-learning theme for WordPress. Chris, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on, Will. It's fun to be in the uh, in the guest seat. Thank you. Awesome. awesome. So my first question is you've been in WordPress for 15 years since 2008 and Lifter LMS as a company is investing big into the block editor and full site, the full site editor in general with the release of the new SkyPilot theme. Does the block editor live up to the hype and what are your thoughts on the new editor for WordPress? I personally really like the block editor. And when I think back to 2008, when I started building WordPress websites, and I remember what the interface was like and how to try to figure out menus and pages and post content. We've come a long way. And, you know, WordPress itself, I've been in it for 15 years. It started five years before that. And I had no idea when I was getting started <clears throat> building a personal hobby site, a blog about leadership was what I was writing about that I would become so entrenched and ingrained, obsessed and build a business around WordPress um, but what, what I realized the longer I was in WordPress is WordPress is for people like me. I mean, there's different types of users. I'm not a developer. Um, I'm more of like a power user of technology. Like a, I'm a power implementer, but I don't write code, not a great designer. Um, but I do like to solve, like to express myself as a creator and then also solve business problems with WordPress you know, whether that's creating a course or creating a website for a business, an agency, all that stuff for clients who have a lot of business problems. I've done a lot of that. Um, but the, the one thing I've learned, especially as the timeline stretches on with WordPress, is that um, in some, some ways you have to just trust the process. Like we're all in it together. We're all trying to figure it out. There's conflicting opinions about what we should do. WordPress is an open, uh, open community. There's lots of different angles and perspectives that people have and reasons they're using the tool. And, and there are different types of users. So, but at the end of the day, as time stretches on, as we celebrate the 20th anniversary of WordPress, I've just learned to trust it and kind of do things the WordPress way and to contribute to that, not just sit on the sidelines and have opinions, but to you know contribute software to the community, contribute sponsorship to, to events, helping organize events, um, contributing to some of the, the team, the volunteer teams, and really just investing in the people of WordPress. Uh, I've done a lot of that. You know, it's, it's like a, um, <clears throat> it's sort of like a family you get, you don't choose the family you have or whatever. And there's always like lots of different characters in the family. Um, but I've learned to trust it. And, so when WordPress four years ago announced the Gutenberg block editor thing and the direction we're heading in there, I knew just from then, I'm like, all right, well, I guess we're going to go this way and see what happens. 
And myself, I really love page builders. Me personally, I I'm a, have a long history with Beaver Builder, used it on a ton of projects. But as I learned how to use Gutenberg, um, I found myself being able to lay out um, with just native WordPress in a way that I couldn't do at the beginning of my career in WordPress when it was, you couldn't even get columns on a page. It was that hard. There was like a, a columns plugin. It was just even columns. You had to be a developer. And, uh, but now, you know, page builders really unlock the, for power user types like myself, um, the ability to like express visual layouts without code and now like um native wordpress is really catching up so i don't know if you want to dig in anywhere there but that's why i like the block editor that's why um you know at lifter we've built a theme for e-learning sites worldwide called SkyPilot. just launched it's forward facing uh with the block editor and uses all the modern um technology there for building sites so i'm i'm excited about it and the more i use it i love it and I find that you have to get in the sandbox and play with it. Just like the beginning of when you learn a tool, you may get used, used to doing things one way, but then you learn how to do them another way. I remember it took me a while to learn how to use Beaver Builder and I still wasn't like the greatest with it, but every tool, especially if it's changing, which most tools are, you have to keep reinvesting in your, your learning and your education. Yeah, that, that's absolutely awesome. And we talk about page builders versus the block editor. And I was curious with, what would you say to people who tried the block editor and didn't really like it? People who are on Elementor, Divi, Beaver Builder, they got used to a certain page builder and now the block editor is coming more strongly into WordPress. Uh, like I was in that phase where I was using Elementor and the block editor comes along. It sounds like you were deep into Beaver Builder and then the block editor came along and there's that complicated transition period where we try the block editor and we really just try to figure out how to turn it off and keep using the page builder. But now the block editor is coming into play in a major way. And like you said, there've been a lot of improvements. So what would you say uh, to people who are skeptical about the block editor or aren't really big fans about why they might want to try it alongside a new theme like SkyPilot for building a site? Well, I was skeptical the first time I tried sushi, but now I love it. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, first of all, it's changed a lot. It continues to evolve. And it's also not like this major event where all of a sudden everything breaks and now you got to rebuild everything in the block editor. Uh, for me personally, in my journey, I started falling in love with the block editor just with blog posts. So just you know, everything else was in a page builder. And I started using the block editor to lay out a blog article, a single article, not all my articles, just the one I was working on, playing around with it. And that's kind of where I started to really get it. And then <clears throat> another area where I really started to get it, uh, when it first came out, first thing, I mean, I'm kind of a marketer sales guy. So like the first thing I think about is, okay, the hero area of the homepage, very important piece of real estate above the fold, you know, beautiful background image, color or video, you know, a hook, a promise, a call to action button, a, a video, an image, something like that. Let me see if I can build that in a block editor. I think that kind of hero area, whether it's a homepage or a landing page of any kind, um, that's where I recommend starting trying to figure it out. And then you know, as a marketer person and stuff like that, then you need to start working with forms and then you realize like your form plugins, 
have these form blocks so you can drop them in, which then makes you realize that short codes and blocks are really kind of the same thing. So if you're used to short codes and block you and the, the tools you're using have blockified everything, they're actually easier to use the block version, you know, the settings panel, once you figure it out, it's not like a short code with all these attributes and quotation marks and everything you're, um, you're just putting it in and choosing a bunch of settings and options. So as, as you get better with it, it just starts clicking and making sense. And we haven't even talked about templates yet. We're just talking about editing a single page content. Yeah, and, and speaking on the idea of templates, SkyPilot is built on the new full site editor for WordPress that's come out, I think in Lifter or in WordPress version uh, 6.0 and is, is getting a lot um, of updates and evolutions currently. And so, it's really cutting edge, the, the full site editor, leveraging templates and that kind of thing. So for someone who's on a page builder, considering transitioning to a SkyPilot theme and working with a block editor, is what you mentioned possible with SkyPilot where they could have their page builder on some pages and the block editor on some posts and courses and things like that possibly, but then also include the page builder alongside the SkyPilot theme? Is that a possibility? A hundred percent. One of my favorite phrases with like, um, as things change in whatever context is to transcend and include. So we recently at Lifter LMS went through a major web design, um, web dev studios and uh, a, a, a gentleman named Matthew Bumby helped with the design, great work. And then we, um, we've just recently kind of launched that design on our site and there's still pages on lifterlms.com that are Beaver Builder, but then there's a lot of pages that are um, uh, just native WordPress by itself. So in the SkyPilot theme, basically the way it works uh, is there's a, a blank template that you can use if you want to load up Beaver Builder, Elementor, SkyPilot, or uh, Divi Builder. Um, any of the builders you can just continue to use on a, on top of a blank template. So you can have the best of both worlds and there's literally no emergency. You just yeah. have to, you can start by just doing one blog post with the block editor, keep everything else in Elementor or in, or whatever you're using and then transition or keep them both alive together forever and just figure out how to keep your designs consistent. So the end user just it looks the same it doesn't really matter if it's a page builder or the native wordpress block editor uh, but skypilot makes it easy to um to do that and native wordpress does with the new templating engine like you can build all these custom templates to just make your job easier and make things look look a certain way on certain types of pages or even components of pages like the header and footer totally totally and the idea of templates seems to be something introduced by page builders. And like you were talking about earlier, we work with the WordPress ecosystem and where it's going, but we also contribute to it. WordPress took inspiration from page builders and integrated a page builder into WordPress directly. And so it's like the innovation cycle goes both ways where we're as, as companies building plugins, we're contributing to WordPress and then WordPress contributes to our vision, serving customers, building websites and all that kind of stuff. And the concept of templates, even for people using page builders, can be a little bit complicated. Do you think you could give us a high-level overview of, like, what is a template? Like, I, when I come into WordPress, I'm used to just editing an individual page, editing my header, footer, maybe. Uh, 
but what is a template and how does that work inside of WordPress? Yeah, so, well, in, in native WordPress, there's templates and there's template parts. So um, a page, we all know, like a web page, is a, that's actually a type of template. It's a page, like the about page on our website is using the page template probably, just like a normal yeah. page. A regular blog post is using the blog post template. Um, <clears throat> some blog posts, single templates, have additional information in the template level, like the author bio block thing that shows up at the bottom or at the top. That's an example of, okay, it's not just the content of the post. It's also this data related to the author with their image and their name and their bio that shows up there. So that's like the single blog post template. And as things get more advanced with your website, if you're using WooCommerce and creating products, you know, like a product has a certain template and you may want to adjust the pieces that and how it looks visually of what's included in the product template. And then there's template parts like the header of the website that has the logo, the title, the menu, uh, or the footer, which, you know, often has some more links and widgets and sometimes or most of the time like a copyright footer below that with a link to privacy policy and terms and conditions and things so those are like template parts okay. and then you know it starts getting more advanced with um what's known as custom post types so like for lifter lms as an example there's like there's a course template, a membership template, a student dashboard template, um, course archives, and all these things. So uh, it's basically thing. what it is is like working on the way certain types of the same things look at a global level versus on the individual post level. That, that makes sense. And that is really interesting functionality. So you're saying that like, all blog posts follow a certain layout, all pages follow a certain layout, and we could edit what all the pages look like. Uh, you know, they have a header, and then the template parts, as you mentioned, would be parts that are included in other templates. Like the header is a part of the post template. It's also a part of the header template. But now with SkyPilot and the full site editor and WordPress 6.0, you have the power to change those templates. Usually you choose your theme, your theme sets it, and that's it. But now you have the power, even with, with SkyPilot, to modify what all these templates look like. Uh, is, does, that, does that kind of sum it up pretty well? Yeah, without being a developer, or having to write code or understand any of that, it's just a visual interface to like edit the template instead of the individual post. It feels very similar. You know, a lot of the concepts are the same, uh, but you're just doing it at a global level without code, which is really cool. So for example, and you can create new templates. So I was building a something today and one of the first places you run into it, I know it's because a lot of themes do this, is they have an option to remove the page title from a page. Yeah. And the reason they do that is what when you start to heavily want to customize a page and put like a fancy hero area up there, you don't want like home or welcome to show up like above all that. So you want to get rid of it, the page title. So if you just have a template that's like page without title, and everything else is the same, then you can just switch it to that template. So I, I did that. Um, that's like a, a really common, easy, just like removing one element that, you know, if I'm making like a, a regular page, like let's say the privacy policy or terms and conditions, 
I don't care. I'll just use the regular default template, page title, content, we're done. But when you want to get fancy, one of the first things people want to do is they want to remove the, the page title and start with like a blank canvas. Or if, you know, as you get into marketing and sales, you want to create these landing pages that have certain jobs to do and you want to remove the header and the footer and just have like a really focused, you know, funnel landing page. That's an example of a certain type of landing page template. And there's different types of landing pages. So you may want to have multiple um, landing page templates. So not only can you customize what's there, you can create new ones too, which is really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. So you're giving yourself, you have the page template and you can edit that, but you're giving yourself a second option that also could apply to pages that you create yourself called the marketing page template. And so when you create a page in WordPress, you can select, do I want my default page template or do I want to use the marketing page template I created? And, exactly. and you could create infinite templates and, and really get uh, customized on your website. And that doesn't just apply to pages. It applies to blog posts, courses, lessons, and all kinds of post types in WordPress. Um, and I, I want to switch gears a little bit um, towards the forward thinking aspect of the block editor and Lifter LMS. And so not a lot of people know from the ages of 19 to 28 years old, you spent a lot of time climbing as a mountaineer and a climber. You learn a lot, of course, about how to do more with less and be resourceful. And so my question here is how does your experience with being resourceful and doing more with less translate into uh, the block editor and the future developments of WordPress? Do these things relate at all with like enhancing the tools, investing the tools. Like you said, we're now democratizing the ability to edit these templates. Does doing more with less, your experience there, reflect in WordPress? Yeah. I mean, the classic example, if, if um, you've done any kind of climbing or backpacking, um, when you're new to those sports or activities, um, you tend to like get a lot of equipment. And I remember like one of my early backpacking trips as a kid, just doing, going out with friends, like my pack was like super heavy, way too heavy than it should have been. And, you know, as you kind of graduate into climbing, rock climbing and mountaineering, it becomes more of a problem. You can't just schlep. Like if you're going up something like super steep or, uh, sketchy or whatever like the last thing you want is an extra 20 pounds on your back so um but it's known like in the in climbing there's something called a gearhead which is somebody that has like a lot of gear and uh there's nothing wrong with that but um as you get better you become more of a minimalist so um you know when i first started climbing technical mountains you know with rock and ice and ropes and all that kind of stuff um, I had a lot of stuff, but then later I kind of got into the fast and light camp, which, so my kind partner at the time, we'd roll up at like 3 PM, uh, somewhere hike in, get up on the glacier. Uh, I wouldn't even have a sleeping bag. I would sleep in my backpack, like my legs in my backpack. And, and then and like, I think I had a short pad. And I just had my a big down jacket and a bivy sack, not even a sleeping bag. And then when the sun would rise, you know, we before the ice of the the face, like I just, there's a this north face of this mountain that we were climbing called uh, I think this one was Mount Baker. We had to get through it before it warmed up, so all the stuff we were hitting with our ice axes and crampons and everything else doesn't start like deteriorating in the sun. 
right? Because yeah. it freezes during the night. You know, and, and that particular climb, we did successfully make it to the top, but it was totally like deter- starting to deteriorate, right? As we got through the really hard parts of it. So if we had been a few seconds or not seconds, but minutes or hours later, it would not have been possible. And we would have either had to turn around or face some challenges. Yeah, but that's and- fast and light. So sometimes less is more. And, um, you know, I've also been caught out before, like when I thought I was going to be doing a day trip and I ended up like having to sleep out without a tent or anything. And it just teaches you those lessons is like, how can I be self-sufficient with very little? And we've seen like the, um, whatever the mute, that movie is about, um, Alex Honnold climbing with, uh, without ropes, free soloing and stuff. That's like an extreme example of that. Um, but for, in most cases, tying it all into WordPress, guilty as charged. My first sites probably had like 80 plugins on them right now. Right now, I just, it's not so much about the number. It's just more about, let me just use as few tools made by as few different companies as possible to get the job done. And particularly in the context of online learning, um, flashy like website is not what it's all about it's all about the content and the instructional design and stuff like that so uh that's what really matters so fast and light that's what i like about just using native wordpress and a few tools to create some kind of business outcome or learning opportunity or whatever kind of site we're trying to build that makes sense and i really like that analogy or like metaphor where it's almost like climbing. So with the the free solo where you have no equipment, you're just climbing, no ropes. That's sort of like custom coding a website from scratch. You just did it all on your own, wrote the PHP, put it on a web <laughs> server yeah. and it launched. And then maybe WordPress is like having a backpack that you can include tools in like these plugins and themes to extend the functionality and make it a little more accessible to climb. Um, it would be like the equivalent of a backpack. And then uh, the themes and plugins that we add to the site are things we're putting in the backpack. And so we find ourselves putting a ton of stuff in the backpack, our first few hikes, and then we get more minimalistic with it. Um, does that analogy kind of track for you where like now the page builder functionality is coming into the core WordPress. So it's like a part of your backpack. You don't even need that as an item within your backpack anymore because it's included. Um, yeah, it's two things. Like the tools evolve over time. Like when I first started at rock climb as an example, the ropes were like 12 millimeters thick. But then as I got, you know, as the technology evolved, the ropes got stronger and thinner. So they got lighter, more water resistant, like waterproof, better and stronger with like less. Um, So like the tools change as you go. And then at the same time, in climbing as an example, you you get physically stronger and more skilled at at, um, moving through the landscape, whatever kind of terrain you're on. So, which is kind of like building a website, like the tools are getting better. Um, You're getting better and your ability to use the tools is getting better. Your ability to understand where you are and what you need to do is getting better. Your ability to like anticipate what's coming next is getting better. So all of that is coming together to make you a better um, climber or website builder. And it's just part of the process. It's just like learning to walk. I mean, it's not unique to climbing or anything like that. You just get better. And um, when it comes to like learning to walk, you know, from a baby crawling and all that, um, 
it's really a choice of like, how far do you want to go? Do you want to become an ultra marathon runner or are you good with just walking? Which is fine. There's no, um, it's fine. Whatever anybody wants to do. But when you approach website building, like, uh, um, uh, like a craftsperson's approach, you know, that you want to continually get better and better and better. You're going to start as the tools and the environment and your skills get better. You're going to, become like a finely tuned athlete of website building. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm curious with, um, with all that about like what sort of makes SkyPilot a unique part of this tool set. And like you mentioned earlier in the interview, investing in WordPress is really what we're doing by creating a theme that works with the new full site editor. Instead of we, when creating a WordPress theme, we could just make our own theme panel and set all the settings there and completely ignore that the full site editor exists because the theme really does control a lot of the website. But like you mentioned earlier, we're leaning in to the WordPress 6.0 that released just earlier this year and creating that product. So that makes sense, like investing in the technology, in, in the analogy, like investing in the ropes to get thinner and stronger. Um, so my question is, what makes SkyPilot unique and what makes it something that people will want to include in their, their tool set, in their backpack for their climbs of building websites? Yeah. Oh, that's a great question. Um, bring me in if I get off track, but kind of like climbing a mountain. Um, sometimes it's important to reduce things down to first principles. So why do I want to climb a mountain? Why, why am I here? Like, this is like the first question, which is, uh, like, what are we trying to achieve or what are we, what are we trying to do here? Um, so a little bit more about mountain climbing and then I'll, I'll bring, I'll tie it all together. Um, there's in rock climbing, there's something called trad or traditional climbing, which means you're climbing and um, you know, you, you're putting in gear as you go, like in cracks and carabiners and to pass the rope through. So if you fall, it like kind of reduces your fall to like 20 feet instead of like 200 feet or something like that. So that's traditional climbing. And if you do that without gear, you're free soloing, but that's traditional climbing. Um, but then what happens is then rock climbers started putting bolts into rocks so that they could get through areas that were either too hard or there was nowhere to place natural protection and people wanted to climb it, but they didn't necessarily want to free solo it. And then what happened is we created gyms indoor plastic wood gyms for climbing all that is fine but why are you climbing if if your if your goal is to go back to the beginning um and it's a um you know you're trying to become the best version of yourself you're trying to connect with nature you're trying to figure out your place in the universe you're trying to make yourself feel small like basically standing in like this um creation of like natural wonder start from there right and there's nothing i i've been i've gym climbed too i've bouldered in gyms and st does stuff there's nothing wrong with that but building websites is kind of like that too if you're um if you're just looking at native wordpress like to democratize publishing to give people a voice to give um <clears throat> to democratize e-commerce like Make it so anybody can create a store anywhere on the internet and sell all over the world or whatever. We do it at Lifter LMS to democratize publishing or um, education. And 
That's why we contribute the free core lifter LMS plugin to the world for complete free. Um, but in terms of just starting at the very beginning, like for an education site, I have something I want to teach. Uh, who am I helping? Why do I want to teach this person? Do I have the skills to deliver that? Can I figure out the instructional design? You know, Lifter LMS as an example comes in and helps provide a framework course structure for you to build in a learning experience, student dashboard, all that stuff for you to build in. Um, but WordPress is doing the same thing right beside Lifter LMS, which is, well, it's, uh, Lifter is democratizing the, the course creation, the digital classroom. Um, WordPress is just right there natively giving you the tools to publish. And if you go back to first principles, the first time I built a website and I got the web page up without writing a single line of code and this idea that this web page is viewable from anywhere in the world on any device with an internet connection is kind of mind blowing. Like the power of that is insane. And then you go to stuff like Kevin Kelly's thousand true fans, you know, a thousand people paying you a hundred dollars a year. That's a full-time salary. Even if you um, you're in some micro niche you only need a thousand people paying you a hundred dollars a year to have like a, a full-time income or whatever. Um, that's like the dream anyways. But, uh, so like <clears throat> the way WordPress works in terms of blocks and componentized building, uh, it's like, uh, one piece, one piece at a time. What do you want? Like when you see it in your mind, okay, I want three columns, this one video here, this here, contact form here, whatever. Um, you just press the button and then you can group things together. And WordPress, just like Lifter, is structured data. So like Lifter structures learning content in certain ways and you can modify that. WordPress has its native structure and templates and you can modify that um so really it's a it's a tool for um uh people with a vision of something that they want to do and create and some kind of value they want to create to be i think that the number one trick to being good with the block editor or any tool is to actually have strong vision of like what are we trying to do here myself included I get distracted by tools. I'm like, oh, wow, this like plugin has all these different things or these blocks do all this kind of cool stuff. And all of a sudden I'm building a table with all this stuff. And I'm like, cool, that's how we learn, you know, just like climbing and messing around trying to get up something. Um, but yeah, what, what makes, make, what makes SkyPilot unique in the context of modern WordPress is it's built with exclusive focus on online learning websites. Um, and this goes again, goes back to first principles. If the first principle is I want to make as much money as possible, I create a theme that's a Swiss army knife for everything, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so in the first principle approach to SkyPilot, the goal is not to create as much money as possible, is to create the ultimate theme for online learning and membership sites only. That's it. So extreme focus, that's number one. Um, number two is by uh, a rising tide raises all boats. Um, 
by, uh, you know, kind of stepping in and doing things the WordPress way and participating and contributing with uh, the cutting edge of where it's going uh, and leveraging the, the benefits that come from that, like speed, um, all the community contributions of different blocks and things that are now available from the block editor that any website any, anywhere in the world can use um, is huge. Um, so those basically just being ultra modern. And then um, the, the third thing is really just uh, uh, there's like, there's SEO benefits in the way SkyPilot is laid out with correct, correctly um, doing the H1s and for the site titles and all that stuff. So there's the SEO thing is there. Uh, the speed is there. Uh, the Everything we've learned from working with uh, tens or even hundreds of thousands of course creators over more than a decade uh, is kind of baked into like the decisions of like, what should we do here? What should we do here? Um, what people like in, in the dashboard, a student dashboard. Um, it's all just kind of baked in. Sometimes, uh, you know, after Lifter LMS is getting close to nine years old, I believe. And so when you, when you take a decade, almost a decade's worth of experience, and if you count our agency work before that, it's over a decade uh, in the e-learning space. And before that, I had my own time in the course creator space and, you know, the online marketing, the sales, the, you know, being a leader, manager, teacher person myself, um, all that is just kind of like super focused on the product of Lifter LMS and how do we give people a platform to make that site beautiful, functional, customizable through SkyPilot. That's, that's what it's all about. That's that's awesome. I, I really love the metaphor, and we we dove we dove into a lot of epic abstract ideas around why WordPress, the block editor, and SkyPilot are uh, options that that we're really excited about, and are excited to get the community involved with as well. Um, and so we spoke a lot to the abstract benefits, but for those, there are a lot of concrete benefits like you're talking about too, like with SEO optimization of headings and readability for accessibility tools, and all kinds of other uh, concrete sort of features that are amazing in SkyPilot. And so coming to the, the end of the show here, uh, I wanted to thank you for joining me today and sharing your experience around everything e-learning, WordPress, and SkyPilot. But do you have any final words for the audience and where people would want to go next in order to check out some more of the concrete examples of what makes SkyPilot great? Yeah. Um, head on over to the Lifter LMS blog. There'll be an article about SkyPilot. We also use our own products at Lifter LMS. So uh, if you go to the Lifter LMS Academy, that's powered by SkyPilot. It's a nice, simple implementation of it. You can check it out. Um, we've also got demo sites, uh, our $1 30-day demo, where you can, if you prefer to just play around with it yourself, you get you get a sandbox environment to play around with it and of course you can buy the product i'd recommend if you're watching this live get it while it's on sale and lock in the cheaper uh price it's also included in what we call the universe bundle and the infinity bundle um and yeah check it out and 
you know, this is just version 1.0 <laughs> of SkyPilot. And I'm so excited with all the plans and stuff. I can't get too much into the details of what's coming next. But yeah, go go get SkyPilot, try it out and give yourself the time and the space to play around with a WordPress block editor and a new modern full site editing theme like SkyPilot. There is a learning curve. Uh, but once you get into it, it's all this like templating and template parts and um, all the design controls and options. It's going to start making sense and uh, you'll start um, evolving with the product. So I just I recommend you get in the sandbox and, and start playing. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining me and to everyone watching. We'll see you in the next episode. Thanks, Will. And that's a wrap for this episode of LMS Cast. Did you enjoy that episode? Tell your friends and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And I've got a gift for you over at lifterlms.com forward slash gift. Go to lifterlms.com forward slash gift. Keep learning, keep taking action, and I'll see you in the next episode.